for Ivy, where are you going? Oh wait, I'm right here cause I'm Annie and this is fairy tale. Oh yeah. If you can't tell, that is someone who is obsessed with fairy tale for four years. I'm kind of counting because she keeps talking about it and teaching me new things. Um, oh right, the one learning new things is, is Minty. I almost said Annie. <laughs> you don't want to be Annie. It's a hell of life to be. And this is fun untitled. The podcast we serve with an F you. You want to know how obsessed she was? If you go look up the Tumblr, Rain Lady Juvia. Very popular fairy tale at the time and she basically posted art every week. She would even skip her home or not skip her homework but she would push everything aside just to make sure that she got this artwork out. In case you couldn't tell, this is the podcast where we talk about the anime manga fairy tale by Hiro Mishima and where Minty's being a little shit. I will go into our past of fairy tale eventually but we should do a summary first. Oh, also this is a review, all spoilers, everything. Just yeah. a, a baseline, um, we didn't really watch the anime, but Minty read all of the manga, and I read all of the manga, and I'm skimming 100 year quests. But for some reason, we have not read Fairy Tale Zero yet. Yeah, not really because we don't want to, it's just we keep forgetting. We forget it exists a lot, and I don't know if it's good. <laughs> but the anime should be coming out soon. Actually, the anime's already out. It was the last few episodes of the second reiteration of the Fairy Tale. That's right. Eden Zero is coming out in anime. Yes. I keep forgetting. So, Fairy Tale, for anyone who doesn't know, there's um three studios took on Fairy Tale. So, a lot of people split up Fairy Tale between Fairy Tale, Fairy Tale um, 2014, and then Fairy Tale The Revival. That wasn't the summary I was thinking of. I'm looking up because I like I don't want people, if they look up Fairy Tale, they're going to see like three different art styles. They're like, what is happening? I don't know which one to start. So, but anyways, the summary of Fairy Tale basically, in the first episode, you meet a girl named Lucy Harphelia. She lives in the world of Fiore, where a um, magic exists within 10% of the population and they're called wizards and her goal is to join a wizard guild called fairy tale is the number one guild of yoi the guilds are basically where wizards go to take on jobs to um, make money she eventually meets this guy who says he's part of fairy tale but he's actually just some douchebag who's part of a human trafficking thing that they nerfed in the anime they censored that for some reason and then the our true main protagonist Natsu Dragneel a fire dragon slayer comes and Whoa. saves her t- and whisks her away to fairy tale and the whole show is basically just Natsu and Lucy um dealing with a contrived plot that doesn't really matter with the whole guild fairy tale and there's a strong theme of found family because you really get to see Natsu and Lucy hang out with people like Grey Fullbuster or the Scarlet and they all emphasize like fairy tale this random group of people that I met is more family to me than my actual real family you just pissed off all the feminist anime watchers by saying that Natsu's the true protagonist. Okay, Hiro Mishima has said the main character of Fairy Tale is both Natsu and Lucy equally. But if you watch Fairy Tale, you know that ain't true. Look, if I'm sorry, if you're a feminist that's watching Fairy Tale, you're in the wrong show. I'm sorry you got here, but you made a wrong turn somewhere. Because <laughs> of all the ecchi? Not because, just because of all the ecchi, but just how dirty the women are treated in Fairy Tale. Mm. Because Lucy, um, I'm just gonna look at Lucy like, um, she had a lot of great scenes in the beginning and then the last few arcs it was just kind of, oh, I'm going to say the last arc it was just a Natsu show but Lucy was there in the bathtub Hey! oh my god, Lucy gets a new outfit girl! <gasps> Lucy held hands with all her friends to defeat a dragon <laughs> 
Yeah, which is compared to Natsu getting power-ups and Natsu ga- gaining enough, enough power to defeat one of the major bad guys. That is dirty, huh? Natsu defeat two major bad guys. Two major bad guys. And, like, but Lucy was there in the background. Hi, Lucy! Which, to be fair, though, think about it. From the beginning, it was Lucy joined Fairy Tale Guild, which is done in episode one, so her journey is over. And then, it's Natsu wanting to find his dragon dad and trying to, um, what's the word? Revenge, avenge him. Yeah. And it's like, that's a journey to go through. Lucy's shit is just like a slice of life thing. Lucy's whole thing was that she wanted to be a great writer. And then like, in the end of the series, she does win an award. And then we never talk about it ever again. I just, this mind-boggling, the disrespect Lucy gets. Yeah, which actually, well, okay, actually, I didn't like Lucy in the beginning because she's a useless character. And well, let's be fair, she wasn't You just useful. pissed off all the rap feminists. I am just saying she wasn't very useful throughout the whole story. I get that she is like emotional strong I guess but let's be fair she had like a few good moments all her good moments was mostly in the beginning and then um her last good moment was when she gave up her um most precious magic um Aquarius because she had the zodiac keys and Aquarius was the um uh, keepsake she had from her mother and it was her strongest spirit and she had to sacrifice it oh man if you want to cry go read that one although you kind of have to read the whole story to understand why that scene is so important and then you have to um just stop there because at one point they kind of hero machine was kind of like remember this pin ultimate moment M- remember this moment because I'm about to show it out because <laughs> y- guess what you know you you cried over losing Aquaria but you get a chance to get her back because it's just like the devil fruit powers in one piece if you destroy it it comes back somewhere else although somebody else gets it but, but um Lucy in 100 year quest is all about her trying to find Aquaria's key okay I mean that's fine so she's kind of competing with Brandis trying to look for it <gasps> really Brandis is um a useless female character introducing the last arc that has sort of a tie with Lucy but not they don't really you know explore it that well I mean well there's not much to explore in that aspect you can see that about a lot of women (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so you know let's just go through the main characters we talked about Lucy and then not to how is he as a main character in your opinion terrible there's nothing to follow there's nothing to root for he always wins he never goes and his only training arc was um either we skipped it because of the time skip or he just automatically gets a magical power up through some weird um what was that thing he got this fire from um, Jalal if, or are you talking about when he got um he ate Lox's um, magic and then he became a fire lightning dragon slayer I forgot about both though let's talk about the old tier one. Oh, that one um basically she every wizard had two containers of magic but they just can't break into the second container but old tier's magic lets her like break into the second one real quick if you spread bleach and you thought it was bullshit that he just got a random power up during the biggest crisis of the battle not to getting his power ups are even stupider, in my opinion. No, they are. It's really unfortunate because a lot of Natsus is, um, what if I punch my enemy harder with fire, but I'm gonna use Nakama power this time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh my god, the Nakama power in Feito is ridiculous. It's so, like, unfair and not even cool to watch. It becomes a Desu X Machina, and then at one point, you're like, yeah, friendship, like, um, we'll talk about the arcs later, but in Phantom Lord, you're like, yeah, friendship, this is so cool, and then they do the same thing every single arc and you're like oh my god not friendship again how many times 
much can we rely on the power of friendship? Yeah, I think that's pretty much where all the jokes come from about Nakama power. I'm sure there are other series too. You know, like in One Piece, um, is this the most popular Shonen Jump series. They use Nakama power really well, but because they don't just rely on Nakama power, it's kind of like my determination comes from protecting my friends. Meanwhile, in Fairy Tale, it's literally my friends are giving me strength. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. But um, let's go on to the next main character. What do you think about Grey Fullbuster? I think Grey Fullbuster is... I actually really like Grey Fullbuster. Just because he has a cool power, which is ice make magic. So he just makes stuff out of ice and uses them in battle. And they, they kind of have like, their own momentum. So it's almost like they have a mind of their own. But it's like physics based. Um, but I mean, I thought he was funny. I thought he was a good median between all the characters. He just brings a lot of variety. Not a lot of variety, but... Yo, can you know bullshit? Okay, so in Death Battle is a YouTube channel. They did um Grey versus Esmeralda from um Killer Kill. They said that Grey has the power to move his ice, but he has static ice make magic. Leon from you know has the moving ice make magic dynamic. Also, her name's not Esmeralda, it's just Esde. Oh, I don't know well I got Esmeralda, but I think it's Disney. <laughs> But, so, like, it kind of pisses me off when, um, it's a pet peeve when people say that Grey can move his magic because he does do this thing where he does the substitution jutsu from Naruto where he can substitute himself with an ice clone and they think, oh, the ice clone was moving the whole time. Grey was, you know, off somewhere else. But no, I think he just replaced them last minute. Yeah, which is actually what the substitution jutsu does. It's just a very last minute switcheroo. So what do you think about Urza Scarlet? The, I would say, like, the last main main character. I like her powers and I, I would have said I liked her strength, but because of the whole Nakama power thing, I don't care. And the fact that she only uses one- Okay, her power is basically is that she can change- it's, it's actually her armor. She can change her armor, but with the armor comes a weapon. And I think that's a very cool thing that she can just change on the spot. But when she only consistently uses one armor, which is basically no armor and a sword, it's very boring and I don't like it, which is really sucks because I think it's a huge potential loss. Her, she had so many armors in the beginning. Like again, Hiromishima is someone who thinks he knows cool concepts but then like he cannot recreate his ideas so like he's like oh I can't think of any more armor but I know fans like this so I'm just gonna make really contrived armors and then not really use them to his full potential yeah no I mean his concepts are cool because he also does that with um another lady named Bisky Bisky? Biskua? I forget the sniper oh yeah okay well she can change her gun and I think I still think it's a very cool concept it's just the execution is lost yeah Biska like she should have had so many cool guns weapons like you can do like the creator of bleach wanted to have a story instead of swords it, all the soul reapers had guns really yeah but he couldn't find a way to make the design the gum the guns to be interesting for each character mm. so he changed it to swords i was gonna go into bleach but it's gonna be too long oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know just real quick because the thousand year blood war arc which is gonna come out as an anime and people might tell you not to watch it but i'm reading most i've read most of it and i think it's actually pretty good it's not in terms of plot, not in terms of messing in battle, but just the fact that if you love the characters of the original Bleach and you're like Thousand Year War arc, they have Quincy's. Quincy's are known for their bows and arrows. And the whole Thousand Year War arc is about fighting a whole bunch of Quincy's, but not like none of them have bows and arrows. Hey, look at me. I am the captain of this ship. We are going back to fairy tale. Whatever. <laughs> captain of the ship. Oh, uh, I, you know, I think it would be a miss not to mention her, but I just, I didn't want to, I don't want to talk about her too much because I don't like shitting on a child. <laughs> but, um, Wendy Marvel's there. I forgot her last name was Marvel. Yep. Wendy Marvel and... Wendy sucks. Kyla. Kyla sucks. Happy sucks. Wendy and Kyla was weird because they're basically just a Natsu and Happy clone because it was like, oh, look, because Natsu's whole slick is that he's a rare dragon slayer. And then, um, 
throughout the series they introduce more dragon slayers. But in I don't like Wendy because one, she doesn't bring much personality wise other than she's the healer. She's gonna be, you know, she's gonna save us last minute and, you know, because we need some contrived reason to have like really bad injuries and then save last minute. And then I don't like how they sexualize Wendy all the time. She's 12. Stop it. I think the problem is you have these four that are big personalities. Yeah. When you bring in another character and then not gonna have that big a personality, then you have to put them in a higher position. Yeah. At least they could like make decisions or have an initiative role of some sort, you know? Yeah. See, okay, fairy tale, um, I said this a lot, the beginning's really good. At the end, he kind of flubs it because there's so many times everything's just solved with Nakama power or something he introduced doesn't matter. Or my least favorite he cops out. Because in the last arc, he does, like, several cop-out deaths to the point where nothing matters in fairy tale because you think, okay, he got stabbed, but he's not gonna die. Which is really sad because the Makara of death, who's the leader of fairy tale, was so well done. And then he didn't die in the end. And I was like, why did you have this cool moment and then nerf it? Like, my favorite character in fairy tale, maybe favorite character of all time, is Juvia Loxer. Maybe. Shut up. And I could not shed a tear when Juvia, quote-unquote, died in fairy tale because I knew that she was coming back. They wasn't gonna kill the girl, like one of the most popular ships of fairy tale. Although I would give fairy tale so much spot if he was able to, if Gajio, Juvia, Mira Jane, Makarov all stayed dead. Yeah, but I think also part of the reason, if when I read correctly, is um, so Wave Master was his masterpiece before fairy tale and Wave Master got really dark, so he wanted to make sure fairy tale did not go that dark. Fun fact, um, that's actually true. And in Eden Zero, he went back to being dark. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, literally there's one chapter where there's a Navier girl character who kind of just knows everything that's going on in the universe. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hey, sorry, the story's about to get a little bit dark, but, you know, just stay with us here. <laughs> and then he, his version of dark is basically just a bunch of girls getting sexually assaulted. Eden Zero's a mess. Don't read it. Don't watch it. Don't look at it. And yet you skim it. I skim it because I was so invested in Hiromoshima. I need to know if this story gets better. But going back to Okay, we say the beginning is good, it fluctuates between being a good arc and a bad arc. Look, Fate arc can be separated. Like, half the arcs are good, half the arcs trash. No one talks about them. I guess so, you know, because second half had at least one or two good arcs. Yeah, because they had. I Everyone loves the middle arc, the Grand Magical Games, because everyone will not shut up about um Lucy, the main character, coming back to the past. She's losing, she's missing an arm, all her friends are dead, and Natsu comforts her. And, like, that's the first first time you really see Natsu like really be there for Lucy and everyone's like yes queen okay screw that everyone likes that arc because it's a tournament arc and people love tournament arcs and it was so cool until it stops being a tournament arc because it introduces so many good characters and you get to see the past guilds that like had like very little to shine it was only there for one arc yeah let's go down the arcs don't tell you if it's good or bad all these beginning chapters that sets up the world um that's technically known as the Macau arc because in one of the episodes they save a man named Macau um, those were okay. It sets up the world. Those suck. Screw you. Then we go on to Daybreak arc, where it's about, um, Natsu and Lucy has to, um, steal a magic book. And, um, it's... 
I actually like that one. It's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. It, I don't remember if Lucy does anything. She has a whip. Nin Nin. Oh yeah, Natsu was a ninja. And then um, we go to Lullaby Arc. Well, that's when you see Natsu and Lucy team up um, officially with Grey and Urza. Who's going to be the four main staples of Fairy Tail. That was a good arc. I like that arc. Only because it introduces them. It's really unfortunate because in the arc, they introduce magic cars. Well, like, it takes your magic energy and drives the cars. But then later on, they're always on a horse-drawn carriage. They're on motorcycles. Um, that was in Edelis. Motorcycles. No, there was one in, um, when Leon and Grey was riding the motorcycles and they were chasing the dude. That was a filler. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're playing the speed guy. So, and then, um, you get to Galuna arc where you get into Grey's backstory, which, w that's complete shit. That arc sucks. That arc sucks, y'all. Okay, and getting to the history that I was mentioning before, this is when Annie wanted to drop Fairy Tail. It was just terrible, like. Well, it's, it's boring. The just like if you looking back you're like oh yeah you know this was really cool like, it really established this for this well-known character but like when you're watching it in real time you're like what the fuck is going on like it was kind of like it didn't establish the character it's just like, kind of cool but that's really shallow so, like i don't give a shit about gray i'm sorry his teacher died not my problem so as annie dropped it i kept watching which is in the same room so what was she gonna watch by the way um fandom lo um podcast lore i guess um i don't have my own room <laughs> I'm forced to sleep on the ground of Minty. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, but then we get into Phantom Lord, which that is the first, I would say, very immaculate arc. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, they introduce so much cool powers, they, like, fade to bands together, and it's a really cool scenes all about. And, like, oh, the scene, like, okay, in Phantom Lord, basically, um, Lucy's father hires... Lucy turns out to be a witch girl, and her father's, a, like, a really shitty guy, so he hires Phantom Lord to take back Lucy to take her home. She's a rich girl and she's and come so he, far she's gonna run away from abusive dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Phantom Lord takes Lucy and then, like, fairy and then they really fuck up the fairy tale guild that's kind of like a message of, hey, we're assholes. I don't remember why they, um, pinned up Levy and her friends. Oh, that's actually one of my favorite scenes because they destroy, um, fairy the fairy tale guild to piss them off and to give them back Lucy. But Marco was like, I don't give a shit. It's just a place. And then, so they were like, let's up the ante. Let's kidnap three of them, to beat them up, and pin them to a tree for the world to see. That's what pissed them off, and that was caused the war, and that caused also Marco to lose his powers temporarily. Temporarily. And then we introduce two of the main ships of fairy tale. Just to diverge a bit, um, if you are someone who doesn't like to be told what to ship because you feel like that's being manipulative by the author, don't read fairy tale. The ships are clear cut. It's hand holding. It's hand like if you don't ship the big four of fairy tale, which is um Natsu and Lucy, Gajo and Levi, Grey and Juvia, and Jalan and Urza, you're gonna have a bad time. Which I will give credit that the Grey and Lucy fans pretty valid. I actually kinda like that ship. The Grey and Lucy fans are very valid. The ship is really cute. They have a lot of good moments. I don't like um the treatment of Juvia so we will never get along. Oh yeah. Because I my favorite character is Juvia and I lot I say a lot of characters are like, kind of shallow in the beginning but later on if you get to know them they're kind of they get like kind of deep. Kind of. Kind of. But um so many people are so mean to Juvia like I don't think she deserves that hate and I hate Greylu fans because a lot of Greylu fans shit on Juvia to bring their couple up and I'm like y'all Grey has two hands you can multi ship like I would never shit on Greylu. Yeah, guys. It's not cool to dislike a character. Uh, you can dislike characters and ships, but to show it 
in public on the internet and be so strong about it is not cool. Yeah, I, I don't. I would never like. I as much as I hate like Wendy and stuff. I would never just go to people and be like, I hate Wendy. I'm gonna fight to you. Well, Wendy doesn't exist. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that'd be funny. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, the Wendy and Shelly fight one of my favorite fights in fairy tale. But yeah, so cool. Phantom Lord's the best, best arc. Then we go to um the Loki arc. Suck. It, it was just okay. It was only like three chapters though, so we let it go. Then we get to the Tower of Heaven arc. Like, Sucks. We get the um Phantom Lord with Gray's um backstory. Now we gotta do Urza's backstory. Terrible. It was um unrememberable. <laughs> that's the that's the only thing I'll say. It wasn't bad. I thought it was cool how Urza when you first see her like her cool armor, the um the no defense armor, but then like then you overuse that armor. Oh, I don't know if it's worse than the the gray backstory arc, but this one's just terrible. Hate it. And it's it, it's tries to give Urza depth, but then like um they're not deep enough yet, so it doesn't really mean anything. So unremarkable. I'm moving on because we're going to the battle of fairy tale, which is my favorite arc. Because then chooses is my favorite character, Loxus Dreyer, which is the grandson of the leader. Loxus is still a dick in this arc, but I still love. Of this arc. Even though it does the girls dirty by petrifying them and giving them pretty much no role in the story, I like it. The Battle of Fatal arc I thought was interesting because you had the Phantom Lord arc where they all band together to try save Lucy, and then you have the Battle of Fatal arc where Loxus forces his friends to pit against each other or else he's gonna like blow up the town. But then like it kind of shows even though like they're fighting, um, they're still friends because um, there's two pinnacle moments of this was like when Juvia and Kana was forced to fight but Juvia decides to sacrifice herself instead so she wouldn't hurt a friend because oh. she just jo- she was part of Phantom Lord and she just joined Fairy Tale and her whole like um description of her character card is oh people are still wary of her but then Kana's like we've always accepted you and then um you see um Freed is Loxus' right hand man he does everything for Loxus and like he was defeated by someone named Mira Jane which is a strong mage with her own traumatic backstory but Mira Jane was still really nice to um, freed and he see this. He said that most iconic line of, "Oh, sometimes I think people who cry are just people who held in the, you know, who's strong for too long." Oh my God, Mary Jane also my second favorite character. But like she, like no one was, and at the end, um, you if you want to talk about your favorite moment, that like kind of like fairy tale, no matter like what kind of um beef they have, they're still family. Oh my God, because okay, so what she's talking about is like at the very end of the arc, Markrev is like, "Okay, Loxus, you're disowned for the shit that you just pulled on us," and so and then they had this whole festival that was supposed to happen but then Loxus came and ruined it but they decided hey let's still do the festival even though we're all beaten to it's shit it's called Fantasia if you want to know Fantasia you hear that name Fantasia like Mickey Mouse and the <laughs> brooms um, but basically so he's looking and he he walks away and then for some reason something catches his eye but he turns back and Makarov is holding the symbol that Loxus created when he was a kid and the symbol basically means no matter where you are I'm still watching over you and basically even though he disowned him and he was a shitbag they still love Loxus and the whole guild is shown doing this symbol and it's like oh my god love it I love that scene it made me want to cry it made me think this whole thing was worth watching and then we get to the Vassian Cess arc where after you talk about the whole inner working of fairy tales you go look into all the other guilds of um Fiore and it is an okay arc it's, yeah it's super okay like I like the battles but I didn't care for anything else yes well you get to meet Wendy yeah and then like Wendy's like, don't I know you, Natsu? And Natsu's like, nope. And then that won't get paid off to the last arc. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, you get to meet Wendy and Carla, okay, and then you kind of just skip over that, and then you get into the Endless arc that builds on Wendy. Because, you know, we haven't had enough of Wendy and Carla. Wendy. Mm. Because Wendy um, was, was like, um in the whole thing of uh, Rassi and Seth's arc, she really wanted to help a man named Jalal, because it looks like a man named Mistigan that raised her. And it turns out Mistigan is from a parallel universe where everyone looks the same, but in this world, magic isn't as abundant as it is on Fiore. Endless arc sucked. The only thing that was good was the filler of Endless Gaggio. That was the only thing worth watching in that arc. Yeah, we don't talk about Endless arc. I, that's where you get to learn the whole history of X-Seed, aka nothing matters in fairy tale. Which actually, I think this is Annie's least favorite arc. Oh, yeah. Probably mine's too. But actually, mine's Tower of Heaven. Like, as much as I don't like Orassian Cess, um, it really set up the ship um, Jerza, um, Jalal and Urza, because that scene where Jalal, he loses his memory, so he doesn't remember all the shitty things he did in Tower of Heaven, so I was just like, oh, I don't know if this is still the man that, you know, I don't know, my stance on Jalal. But then Jalal's like, oh, I remember, Urza Scarlet. I named you that because of the color of your hair. And then he walks off, he gets carried off to be arrested, and then Urza just brawls her eyes out. And I am like... And then Lucy says, Urza, the sunset behind you was beautiful. It was the same color as your hair, but I don't know if you saw any of it. <laughs> and it shows Urza just crying with her back to the sunset. Great Urza X Lucy moment, by the way. Yeah. Also a good ship. There's a lot of valid ships in fairy tale. You should, you know, multi-ship, y'all. Yeah, just don't be mean to other ships. So, I, but then, then Edelis is like, nothing. All trash. Forget about it. But then we go back to a high with the Tenro Island arc. And that is basically, um, not, I guess an exam arc. Where they want to figure out who will be the next S-rank wizard. So that allows them to take on S-rank missions. I guess essentially get more money and just be, you know, a lot of reputation. A lot of props that they're the best. See, this is the thing that bothers me about animes that have ranking systems but it's kind of contrived. I wish, um, if the S-rank wizards, everyone was as strong as an S-rank wizard. Like, Natsu was an, and Grey eventually became just as strong as Urza. But then they never got any cool titles. Yeah, that was weird. Like, it bothers me in, fe- in, in Naruto how, like, there's Jonins, but we don't really talk about that as much as we should. I, was, I thought Naruto did good with, um, the rankings. Because hmm. it, was, it was clear that Jennings were a different level from Junings, which is a different level from Jonings. You know what I mean? It was just kind of weird because, um, I never watched this filler arc, but you have Naruto and Sasuke who are both Jennings forever. Okay, I didn't see that filler arc either. Um, and, like, Sokka is really strong. You're telling me she, the, the Hokage didn't say, hey, you know, maybe you should be Jonin. She wasn't as strong as Kakashi, but... Fair enough. Well, Kakashi was, like, in a league of his own. Oh, he became Hokage. I'm sure Sakura was stronger than Uruka, though. Oh, wait, Uruka was Chunin. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> is this a point towards me? Yeah, I guess so. Again, <laughs> this is this. me being defending Naruto, and I really shouldn't be. But, yeah, and then we, we go to Tenro Island. Um, There's a lot of um cool moments in Tenro. Nothing what, bare repeating. Except Lox- Loxus comes back, and I love that scene. Yeah, I when, love that scene. That's when um Loxus gives his lightning to Natsu. Except that part. That was stupid. But then, yeah. Then you got you see Zeph. He's kind of like the main... You Actually, you meet Zeph and Arcnologia on Tenro Island, like, and they're both the two main villains of Fairy Tale. And we are halfway through the series, and you finally meet the main villains. Now, you you hear mentions of, of Zeph because he made Lullaby, and he made something else, I forget. And uh, it, no, he made the demon that killed um Grey's master. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Deliora. And you kind of hear Arcnologia because you see an S-rank mage named Gildai saying that he got fucked up by Arcnologia. I, I don't care how much you mention the main villain. Unless they're actually... Actually, it wasn't even... They don't even do much in this arc. Hey, we're reaching our 30 minutes. Did we do a part 2 or did we just speed through the last arcs? No, no, no. I mean, just like Naruto, there's a time skip. That's our time to end the, for the episode. <laughs> 
But yeah, like you know, if if you like fairy tale, um, I would recommend me- maybe watching Hunter Hunter or any other better animes because fairy tale cannot be your favorite. <laughs> and um, don't read Eden Zero. Kirishima has this weird thing where he thinks he can just do the same things he did in fairy tale and people will care, but he doesn't have the same build up. Yeah, but okay, I think you you should watch fairy tale if you if you guys just genuinely just want kind of a good time and it's pretty light hearted. They you know they have happy personalities overall, so. It's like, yeah, you have nothing bad to do. Go watch Fairy Tale. Yeah. It's, it's not that long. How many episodes are like? It's one in a hundred. I don't know the Fairy Tale episode numbers. Like, I can tell you there's 545 chapters and we can somehow do the math. No, that, there's no way to compare. Uh, don't watch the fillers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, skip the fillers, but I would say watch it. The, Anyways. The Daphne, like, if you like the couple of Grey and Juvia, which I have to say, I'm so sorry you decided to die on that hill. I died there too. It's, it's a terrible hill to be on sometimes. You were on the cross of that death mound. <laughs> But yeah, if there's a nice groovier moment in the Daphne like, but uh, other than that, don't watch it. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode. Bye! Sorry we made you stay here and then we're not even done, but 